Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline now, joined by ABC News senior investigative reporter Aaron Katursky as closing arguments underway in the criminal tax fraud trial of the Trump Organization. Aaron, what are we learning so far from this ongoing trial? Well, look, there's been some differing views, right? Uh, on one hand, the defense wants to say that, you know, it was all the, the ex-chief uh, financial officer, Alan Weisselberg, who, who was greedy and who acted on that greed, and, uh, and, and the company can't be blamed for it. And prosecutors say, well, he was the chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg was, so uh, the company can be held liable based on the actions of, of somebody like him because he was a top executive. Not to mention, prosecutors say, there was a benefit to the company by scheming to pay himself and other executives with under-the-table perks. Um, you know, Weisselberg not only skipped out on some income taxes, he helped the Trump organization reduce its payroll taxes. Yeah, and of course, you know, uh, with that finger pointing and trying to say, no, it was just, you know, that Weisselberg, that chief financial officer, obviously it, it kind of shows that uh, ongoing culture within the whole organization, and that obviously starts with uh, those whose name is on the door, if you would. Well, that's and, and, and prosecutors made that point in their closing arguments, Andrew, that, you know, uh, Trump, whether he knew or not, and that's also in dispute, um, you know, fostered a culture of, of fraud and deception. Uh, Trump is not on trial here, uh, but certainly his name has been invoked as the owner of the company. The defense wants to say that Trump was betrayed by Alan Weisselberg, and the prosecution says that this was no betrayal. The two were in cahoots, the company and Alan Weisselberg, and they're asking the jury to hold the company accountable. And of course, you know, I mean, obviously, when it comes to discussing the Trump organization, obviously, you know, even outside of the presidency, Donald Trump, a very well-known figure for decades right now. And it seems as if that wouldn't be the case, that he would be kind of willingly out of the know. It seems, you know, very much that, uh, like it or not, he wants to be involved in every part of these kind of decisions. Well, the, the, it, it's interesting, you know, he entrusted, there's no question he entrusted Weisselberg with some of the day-to-day -day financial decisions of the company. Um, and, and I think this is where the, the trial, even, you know, even if there's an acquittal, the, the, the trial has sort of brought out some maybe unflattering things, or, or, or at least some behind-the-scenes machinations that Trump would rather not have publicly explored. You know, he's, he's always presented himself and his business acumen <clears throat> at the centerpiece of his, you know, presidential campaign. And, and here you really get the sense of someone <clears throat> who's running things from a distance. And, and it was people like Weisselberg who were entrusted to make the real decisions for the company. Yeah, it's interesting. And as, of course, these closing arguments go on, what would be the next step or what would be any potential penalties for the Trump organization moving ahead? Yeah, so the, the closing arguments will probably wrap up today, and in all likelihood, the jury will get the case on Monday after the judge uh, charges the jury, instructs them on the law. Those instructions are going to be key because New York, uh, you know, corporate liability law is, uh, is a little nuanced, and even the judge has called it confusing at times. But if there is a conviction, you know, the, a corporation can't go to jail. So the maximum fine here is a little under $2 million. This is not a major, you know, penalty for the for a company as big as the Trump organization it's more the the collateral consequences right if if there's a guilty plea or, or rather a guilty verdict 
um, you know, banks could start calling in loans, partners could cancel contracts, you know, the, the, the Trump organization would be stained as a felon. Yeah, definitely interesting. And of course, uh, another high profile uh, proceeding going on involving the former president, uh, this ongoing discussion over a special master when it comes to those Mar-a-Lago documents. Aaron, what's the latest uh, development on that side of the case? Yeah, this is um, uh, perhaps a more immediate or not immediate, but serious matter for the former president because it does expose him to, to potential criminal charges. The, the investigation into classified documents. The 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals decided that there was no longer a need for a special master to be reviewing all the, the documents and things that were taken from the former president's home in Palm Beach. Uh, a, a district judge had uh, imposed this special master, and the, the, uh, the appellate judges said she exceeded her authority uh, and that there was no you know, reasonable uh, uh, need for this kind of outside review of things that were taken in a lawful search. Yeah, very interesting as far as what that would mean moving ahead, especially uh, with the announcement of a 2024 presidential bid. Aaron, we appreciate the time as always in uh, keeping us up to speed on these. Thank you.